Hi, friend. This is Mary DeMuth, and this is Pray Every Day, where I pray through the Bible verse by verse. So happy to have you here on this 22nd day of February 2024. Hope it's uh, finding you well and prosperous and joyful, and mainly that your soul is prospering, because I know for me, it's just been kind of a rough couple weeks, so I'm just grateful whenever I feel that sense of abundance that the Lord gives. Okay, today we're reading from Leviticus chapter 6, verses 1 through 13, and we'll finish chapter 6 tomorrow in the World English Bible, and this is what it says. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone sins and commits a trespass against Yahweh and deals falsely with his neighbor in a matter of deposit, or of bargain, or of robbery, or has oppressed his neighbor, or has found that which was lost and lied about it, and swearing to a lie in any of these things that a man sins in his actions, then it shall be, if he has sinned and is guilty, he shall restore that which he took by robbery, or the thing which he had gotten by oppression, or the deposit which was committed to him, or the lost thing which he found, or anything about which he has sworn falsely, he shall restore it in full, and shall add a fifth part more to it. He shall return it to whom it belongs in the day of his being found guilty. He shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering to the priest. The priest shall make atonement for him before Yahweh, and he will be forgiven concerning whatever he does to become guilty. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. The burnt offering shall be on the hearth on the altar all night until morning, and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. The priest shall put on his linen garment, and he shall put on his linen trousers upon his body, and he shall remove the ashes from where the fire has consumed the burnt offering on the altar and he shall put them beside the altar. He shall take off his garments and put on other garments and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not go out, and the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. He shall lay the burnt offering in order upon it and shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually. It shall not go out. Mind if I pray for you. First Lord, I love that continual fire, and I pray that for my friend today, that it is your presence within us, the Holy Spirit inside is this continual, consuming, beautiful, powerful fire. And Lord, um, I'm thinking about uh, just how you say in um, the book of Revelation that if we're neither hot nor cold, we'll be spit out of your mouth. We don't want to be lukewarm Christians anymore. We want to be on fire for you. And so just as the priests were continually kindling a fire, and it was in order, which I also find fascinating, may we be people who are um, full of fire for you, the fire of the Holy Spirit. Help us to just be receptive, to listen to the voice of the Spirit today. Uh, that's one of my goals this year is to yield to the Spirit, to hear what the Spirit is saying and to yield. And sometimes obedience feels spectacular and sometimes obedience feels mundane, but there is joy in obedience. And that fire comes from that continual obedience that you give us the power to do anyway. So all glory goes to you as well. I also just thank you for the first part of this passage where you show how important it is to have reconciliation in a community and that if we have wronged someone else, not only are we to confess it, but we are to make not only restitution, but then some 20% more. 
And uh, we think about Zacchaeus and his true restoration came when he returned everything and then gave back more. Um, and so this is not only about the person who was offended, but about the offender in restoration to the community. Um, so thank you for that, Lord. And I pray in, in terms of that, that you would show us if there is someone that we need to give restitution to, or that there's a way that we can bless someone that we have hurt before somehow, Lord. And I don't know what form that will take. I trust that your spirit within us is going to show us how to do that. I'm thinking personally of a relationship that's recently been reconciled and just how I have this, you have given me this overflowing love for that person. And that has caused me to want to give to them. And so, Lord, I pray that miracle for my friend today who can't imagine thinking that way about an enemy or about someone that they've hurt or someone that has hurt them. So, Lord, bring restoration, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Pray Every Day. Today's podcast is brought to you by Shannon Papa. Pope, sorry, Popkin. <laughs> I had a friend um, who's named the other, so that's why I said that. Uh, we actually were part of a church planting network with them. So, Shannon Popkin. And you can go to shannonpopkin.com, and if you want to listen to her po podcast, you can go to hername.com, shannonpopkin.com, slash Bible-podcast. And it's called the Live Like It's True podcast, and she and her guests help you see the stories of the Bible as more than just stories. So this just fits right along in with Pray Every Day. She takes one story per episode and she writes this. I think this is clever. As Western thinkers, we tend to package up the most important things we have to say in arguments or propositions filled with abstract ideas, but not in stories. But in the Middle East, it's just the opposite. To say something important, you use the craft of storytelling and metaphor. Think of how the Bible's concrete imagery offers clarity for complex abstract concepts such as justification, forgiveness, and faith. So on the Live Like It's True podcast, you're going to notice how the Bible uses the craft of storytelling, which of course I love as a storyteller. Um, she, she says, there's attention getting hooks like this one. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the other beasts of the field that the Lord God had made from Genesis 3.1. Another one, or suspenseful dialogue. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering from Genesis 22.7? Or showing rather than telling. Quote, and behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom from Matthew 27, verse 51. The stories of the Bible are absolutely true, but they are told not as news reports, but as stories which bundle up truths about God's captivating, memorable ways. So look for Live Like It's True wherever you get your podcasts, um, including Pray Every Day, and uh, or you can use the link in her show notes at shannonpopkin.com. And then um, there is one podcast that I am on, and the title of it with her is The Truth About Your Thirstiness for More. So, Shannon, um, thank you so much for your kindness in sponsoring Pray Every Day. And I just hope and pray that the listeners who hear about this find your podcast and uh, just enjoy it so much because it has so much to offer. <music>